0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show
1: presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights complete the comeback and beat Chicago 5-4 in overtime. Evgeny Dodonov, the overtime hero, It's hard to argue that that there's a person in the world that has had a more up-and-down week than Evgeny Dodonov, but he caps it off with perhaps uh, one of the most emphatic goals you're going to see for the Vegas Golden Knights and one that is incredibly important for this team in their stretch-run drive for the playoffs. To help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, 3-0 going into the third period, the Golden Knights... They get their life, and then it's Dodonov playing the overtime hero. It's a fitting end to the week for Evgeny Dodonov.
2: Boy, yeah, you said it. And uh, he'll remember this one, and it could have been remembered for a very sour scenario. It turns out to be, you talk about uh, best of times, worst of times, it, it, it is finishing uh, this week on a, on a high, no doubt about that. I, I thought at some point during the third period, Ryan, that with the turnaround the Knights exhibited reminiscent of what some other teams have done against Vegas. I think about Tampa Bay, a team that can look kind of out of it for stretches of time, but because they are as good as they are and they have as much talent as they have, they can play really well for bursts and that can be enough to win games. Um, Teams that are not real contenders have a hard time succeeding with that sort of approach. That's why they are not contenders. They lose (laughs) when they're not playing well for long periods. And I'm not saying that this group of Golden Knights is the kind that can pull that off regularly, but it gives you a glimpse of what can happen when the guys uh, who you expect to lean on click at the same time. So when you look at the third period and overtime, obviously the guys who end up doing the scoring, uh, it was not the depth. I mean, the guys who score are Stevenson, Carlson Eichel Petrangelo and then Dodonov. I mean these are the guys that you expect to lean on and those are the guys who stepped up when it was needed and again I think that that is a mark of a team that can be a playoff contender
1: you know and the the interesting thing to me in in your walk-off interview with Jack Eichel wasn't so much uh the the thoughts on the game but Alec Martinez being kind of the guy or or the one that stands out in in speaking between the second and third period, looking at just trying to go out and salvage uh, the game as best you can in the third period. And, you know, those are the things that have been missing all year long with Alec Martinez out of the lineup. It's not just what he does on the ice, but also those intangibles in the room.
2: Yeah, the way that the Golden Knights have had this group together with so many leaders, you wonder about who is the you know, the ultimate leader. And, of course, that would be Mark Stone. But Mark Stone has not played a game for the Golden Knights since Jack Eichel has been activated, as we all know. But, you know, you've got guys who have won Stanley Cups. You've got guys who have worn letters or even been captains in other organizations. Um, So then you you kind of then wonder, well, who is the person who is going to be that voice? Alec is the oldest guy on the team. It was Marc-Andre Fleury for a while. But Alec is uh, and Ryan Reeves was right there. But Alec is now the oldest guy in the team and he has the sort of demeanor and the kind of experience that uh, lend themselves to somebody who uh, can be a a calming presence, but also an inspiring presence in that room. And I would uh, not be surprised if Alec's role in uh, today's comeback uh, was repeated by others here in the next couple of days.
1: And now when you look at, at this one, obviously you look at Logan Thompson getting the win and, and really battling through it, right? Like this was a game where there were a lot of saves he had to make that were not easy. There were some plays he probably wants to, to, to make a, a different read or a different uh, a different play on. But uh, in, in crunch time when this game was tied late in the third period, there were some big time stops from Logan Thompson.
2: Yeah, the, the Golden Knights are winning games Uh and when, when they are, it, it has not necessarily be, been because Logan is uh, posting a shutout where he's the clear-cut number one star. Um, they're also not losing games because he is, um, you know, one of the weaker performers on the ice. He's been consistent. He's been consistent,
1: mm-hmm.
2: whether it's given up two or three goals in that department. Of course, the other day, gave up just one. But he is providing what you would expect probably better than you would expect, not just to have a spot start here or there, but he, he's playing start after start after start. I mean, it's been in about two weeks now where he has been the obvious starting goaltender for Vegas ever since uh, Lauren Boswell left that game in Winnipeg, and clearly now the injury that he's been in, uh, dealing with has taken him to a position where he can't even dress as the backup. So Logan Thompson is very clearly the guy, and I wonder if that relieves a little bit of pressure in that if he happens to not be great, that <laughs> he's not going to get replaced immediately. I wonder if that helps him a little bit. He has simply been consistent. You know what you're going to get out of Logan, and
1: it has, on the whole, been uh, very good. So now it's, it's up to the Golden Knights, obviously, to, to find a way to uh, continue to win hockey games. Now they go out on the road. It has not been easy or kind to the Golden Knights, their last seven road games. Uh, how do you pull what you've done well for stretches here at home onto uh, onto Seattle on Wednesday?
2: Yeah, we'll pull out the tape and see who's left on the Seattle Kraken from <laughs> the last time they play the Golden Knights. It's been several months. Uh, Alec Martinez might have still been in the lineup at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, that that's a it's a weird one because you're going to a building you've never been before, and you're playing a team that is... More traditional expansion team that's not very good. They're far and away, worst in the division, and again, the players that they have are different than the players who would have been here against the Golden Knights for those two games back in the fall. And if there is uh, something to be said for this group, they continue to point at themselves. Uh, you, you can only can control what's in front of you. You can't control what's behind you. You can't control the other teams, and so all of that, um, all of that, understood. You wonder what the, the lineup is going to look like. Is it possible more players become healthy? You know, Martinez will have another game uh, to, to be better. How What are his minutes like? Uh, they, they've been able to, to put up the goals here the last few games. But as you said, the, the trouble has been scoring on the road. Uh, I think that's more of a cork than anything else. Uh, but we shall see. I'm looking forward to seeing a new building and being in the same town for a few days. Uh, it was uh, Alex Petrangelo chatting with us the other day it's uh, a few days until that game and when the Knights do travel to Seattle they're there for four days and that at this stage of the season with just 14 games to go that will allow the group to uh, get comfortable get healthier and so on I think that that bodes well for the Knights as they go on this three-game trip to the Pacific Northwest
1: well, Dan, as always, uh, great job on the call. You had a lot of action there in the final 22 and a half minutes. Uh, enjoy a little bit of time off, and we'll chat with you on Wednesday. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, uh, helping us break down a 5-4 to come-from-behind victory for the Vegas Golden Knights over the Chicago Blackhawks. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance post-game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's your host Ryan Wallace. AAA
1: Insurance post-game show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Chicago Blackhawks five to four in overtime. Evgeny Dadonov, the hero tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights, and you know it, it just underscores a. A tumultuous week for Evgeny Dodonov. We'll take a moment just to to go over what the last six days have been like for Evgeny Dodonov. He was traded on Monday from the Vegas Golden Knights to the Anaheim Ducks. There was a discrepancy with his 10-team no-trade clause. That trade did go through with NHL Central Registry, but as it would turn out two days later, The trade would be reversed. Evgeny Dodonov would become a Vegas Golden Knight once again. And all he has done in that time is help this team win two games in a row. Was a big-time player for this team against the Nashville Predators, a goal and two assists, and then gets the game winner tonight, today, this afternoon. I don't know what time it is, I, uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights against the Chicago Blackhawks. And frankly, like this is one of those moments, this is one of those games, and I'm not going to stop echoing this, throwing it out there. I'm not going to stop talking about it. You look at the last two wins for the Vegas Golden Knights, you look at the, the wild week that has been uh, for Vegas, for Evgeny Dodonov, I, and, and I don't talk about emojis much. But the fact that Evgeny Dodonov would sign off on changing his emoji to a boomerang just gives you everything you need to know about who Evgeny Dodonov is as a person. Great sense of humor, obviously. Leaning into this, obviously. Um, The fact of the matter is right now Evgeny Dodonov wants to win. The Golden Knights want to win. This is a team that needs to find wins, and today was exactly that. It was a team that had nothing moving in the right direction, no positive momentum going into the third period, and then they find a way. And you know what? It might not end up working out in their favor. It might not end up in a playoff berth. It might not end up where you want it to be if you're a Vegas Golden Knights fan. But I will say this. This team does not stop trying. Even if it looks like on the ice they, they don't have it, even if it looks like they're getting outworked or whatever the case may be, You look at this game, you look at their response in the third period, you look at how they were able to flip the script, and granted, I get it, it's Chicago, sure. There's no quit in this team that continually has to play a man down, not just because they have a ton of injuries to to, to their entire roster, but because they continue to lose players in games. If you think that having to play with just 10 forwards on Thursday didn't impact Vegas' ability to get off the ground running in this game? Then that's that's on you. There's There's not really much I can say here. But at least there's no quit in this team until that final buzzer goes. There's no quit in the Vegas Golden Knights, and you saw that on full display today. Let's take a look at the highlights in the game. We go back to the first period, and the Golden Knights, they were fine in the first 10 minutes. There were a couple of chances. William Carlson missed a wide open net. And then midway through that first period, Dominic Kubalik would put the Chicago Blackhawks up 1 nothing.
2: From the draw, a shot comes off
1: the goaltender and in.
2: The shot came from out high. Dominic Kubalik put it toward the goal, and against By Thompson, it's a 1 0 Chicago lead. Kubalik's 12th goal of the season.
1: 12th of the year for Dominic Kubalik from Jake McCabe and Jonathan Taves at 10:02 of the first period made it 1 to nothing Chicago. We'd head to the second period. You're looking for the Golden Knights to kind of chip away, get momentum, move it in the right direction, and really not much happened there in that second period. There were some power plays early for both sides. Nothing really materialized until the Chicago Blackhawks started to get some extended zone time and Jonathan Taves would add to the lead. Banks it behind the goal. Kubalik Make it to
2: Brinkett, tracks down on the right, center and tries to score! Jonathan Taves, patiently waiting left side of the crease, tips it home. Chicago takes a 2-0 lead, 5.08
1: to go in the second. Jonathan Taves, his ninth of the year from Alex to Brinket at 14.52 of the second period, made it 2-0 Chicago. Then, just four minutes later, same type of play. This time, it's Dylan Strom finishing it off for a 3-0 lead. Hawks are still in the zone. Kane tried to shoot, Eichel got a piece, Hawks get it
2: in the slot and drive, kick save, rebound score. A follow up from
1: DeBrinkert. 3 nothing Chicago with a minute 44 to go in the second period. Dylan Strom's 19th of the year from Caleb Jones and Patrick Kane at 18-16 of the second period made it 3 to nothing Chicago and that is where we would head starting the third period the golden knights with a three nothing hole to dig themselves out of we knew that vegas needed a big push and they got it chandler stevenson opened up the scoring just 124 into the third period to get vegas on the board
0: shot score from the right wing circle
2: chandler stevenson rips it home, and the knights have life a minute and a half into the third period chandler stevenson puts a puck on goal
1: and he's got four points in two games. Chandler Stevenson's 17th of the year from Evgeny Dodonov at 124 of the third period made it three to one Chicago. One minute later, William Carlson would cut the Hawks' lead to one. The shallow, Vegas coming back out. Carlson, one on two. Carlson
2: delays left, waits for reinforcements. Rips it around, Mike Amadio lets it go through. Marshasso, right point Coghlan, a wrist shot, tipped, score!
1: to Carlson! The tip goal! Vegas within one! William Carlson's ninth of the year from Dylan Coughlin and Jonathan Marcheseau at 2:23 of the third period. Made it 3-2 Chicago. Then, Jack Eichel would tie the game. Puck comes out in
2: front. Jack Eichel! He ties it! Jack Eichel comes up with the goal on a dish from behind the net. He got away from Lanket and it was
1: faked out. Jack Eichel makes it 3-3. Jack Eichel's seventh of the year from Chandler Stephenson and Shea Theodore at 3-16 of the third period, tied the game at three. Then the Chicago Blackhawks would find a way to start to tilt momentum back in their favor, and Logan Thompson would make our AAA insurance save of the game. Plays it down the boards, and Seth Jones into the corner, in front of shot, stopped. Thompson
2: down with the pads, stops to break it. What a stop from
0: Thompson.
1: Triple A is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So big time save there from Logan Thompson on Alex DeBrinket, but DeBrinket would get another opportunity and he would put Chicago back in the lead. Once again, DeBrinket, rink wide left for Jones. Down the left wall, back to the right, DeBrinket closing in, he scores! Alex Dabrinkit, top right corner. Chicago goes back in front. Alex Dabrinkit's 37th of the year from Patrick Kane and Seth Jones at 8.53 of the third period. Made it 4-3 Chicago, but just a minute later, the Golden Knights would push right back as Alex Petrangelo would once again tie the game. Up top Petrangelo, wrist shot, Scores! (laughs) Vegas ties it
0: again. 4-4.
1: Four, 10-20 four, to go. Third period. 12th goal of the year for Alex Petrangelo. A Cisco to Nick Waugh and Matthias Janmark at 940 of the third period to tie the game at four. We'd head to overtime. And in overtime, Evgeny Dodonov would cap off one of the wildest weeks in NHL history with an overtime game-winning goal.
2: Pull out his backhand, goes behind, looks to wrap it around. The goalie has now lost his stick. Wah looks up, taps it back. to Dodanov in the middle, he shoots, he scores!
0: Jubilation! Vegas in overtime! Wah sets up Dodanov! Knights 5, Blackhawks 4! Incredible comeback win for Vegas!
1: 17th goal of the year for Evgeny Dadanov from Nikwa and Jonathan so Two minutes, five seconds into overtime. Wins the game for the Golden Knights. 5-4, the final score, the Vegas Golden Knights go from down 3 nothing to start the third period to 5-4 winners in overtime, and another big-time two points banked for the Vegas Golden Knights as they make their push for the playoffs. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights complete the comeback. Defeat Chicago 5-4 in overtime. Evgeny Dodonov, the play, the overtime hero. And for the Golden Knights, 36-28 and 476 points. A big Two points in the standings for Vegas, as we've talked about, as we've mentioned. Now just 14 games remain in the season for the Vegas Golden Knights, and they need to bank some serious points. They need to. And it did not look very good for the Golden Knights, facing a 3-0 deficit going into the third period. If you believe in divine intervention, if you believe in situations that, that just kind of Lead you to believe or prove that a team is going to go on a run or do something. This game had all the makings, all the feelings of that. You had nothing going on through, through 40 minutes, right? You lose another player in Will Carrier. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Will Carrier, uh, lower body injury, left the game in the second period, did not return uh, in the third. You're without Nolan Patrick, you're without Brett Howden, you're without Mark Stone, you're without Max Pacioretty, you're without Will, uh, Riley Smith, who was placed on LTIR yesterday, um, without Robin Leonard, down to your third string goaltender, without Lorraine Brossois. I mean, like, I can keep going and keep going and keep going, and yet the guy that wins the game for you is a guy that was traded on Monday. Like, you, you can't stop or ignore that storyline and how ridiculous and awesome it is for the vegas golden knights like and and i'm gonna say it right now like full marks to evgeny dodanov i i didn't expect that there would be any situation where Dodonov would come in here and and loaf it right like i saw the idea floated out there he's a pro he's a professional you understand the business you understand that when there's a certain number attached to your contract, and when you're looking at a team right now in the Vegas Golden Knights who are at the cap and looking to perhaps move something out in order to bring back players, like you understand at any point in time there can be something that, that, that the trade can happen. And the idea that Dodonov would fight to stay here and then not give everything he's got... It never landed with me. He's a hockey player. Evgeny Dodonov is a hockey player. Evgeny Dodonov wants to be a Vegas Golden Knight, and he wants to move this team forward and toward the playoffs. And right now, you've got a room that's rallying around him. You've got a room that's rallying around Logan Thompson, who continues to come in and give you what you need between the pipes. I'm telling you right now, you look at this, you're down 3-0. You get Alec Martinez back. In between second and third period, Alec Martinez says, let's just go out and salvage the game, guys. Let's just do that. You miss that leadership, and all of a sudden you get it back in the lineup for the first time in 53 games, and he, though he doesn't register a point, Alec Martinez having him in the room, that steady presence, that player that's seen it all, done it all, won it all, It shows. It shows where it matters most. That's on the, on, at the end of the game when the Golden Knights pick up two standings points. And I'm not saying that this is the win that's going to... You're going to look back and you're going to say this is when the Golden Knights made the playoffs. A lot has to go right, and a lot has to go wrong for some, che- for, for some teams that the Golden Knights are chasing. But you look at the game against Nashville, this game here against the Chicago Blackhawks, where, frankly... The Golden Knights had no business getting a point, let alone two. And yet they did. Now it starts. Now you build. And if you can, maybe, just maybe, you go on a long run. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: The Vegas Golden Knights post-game show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's your host Ryan Wallace.
1: AAA Insurance post-game show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Chicago Blackhawks five to four in overtime. Evgeny Dadonov is the overtime hero. And uh, we, I know we didn't get Pete DeBoer uh, on on the program today, but I do want to highlight this quote here from Pete DeBoer. It comes by way of Jesse Granger on Twitter. Pete DeBoer and his answer on Evgeny Dodonov kind of getting that moment, being the guy to win this game. Pete said, quote, what a response. You talk about character and how character is measured, and it's usually in your lowest moments, not in your highest moments, and how you respond to that. I don't think that a guy could have a lower moment than having to move on knowing he was traded and he's got a young family at home. The character in his response, I think, says everything about him. I couldn't agree with that more. Evgeny Dodonov has shown who he is and what he means to this Vegas Golden Knights team. You're going to need performances like this down the stretch. And it's not always going to be Dodonov. It's not going to be Eichel. It's not going to be Jonathan So You're going to need it from everybody top to bottom in that room. But if Evgeny Dodonov can do it after being traded someone's going to be able to respond and step up in a game where the Golden Knights need it. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. Nothing for 40 minutes, a 3-0 deficit, and the Golden Knights found a spark early. They erased that deficit just 3 minutes and 16 seconds into the third period, and then... You get a couple of saves, you get another strong pushback, and you get a Golden Knights team that has been resilient all year long in dealing with injuries, going through another situation where they're down a man inside the game, and yet they find a way. I don't care what it looks like. From here until the end of the year, for the final 14 games, I don't care. Results, that's it. That's all that matters. And right now, the Golden Knights... In a game where they probably didn't didn't look like they were going to, they found a way, and that has to be the mantra. That has to be the calling card all season long, at least these final 14 games. That's going to do it for me here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights
0: Radio Network. It's the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, the Golden Knights, an improbable comeback. From three nothing down to start the third period to five four winners in overtime, Evgeny Dodonov. It's phenomenal. It's remarkable. It's awesome. Like we don't often root for teams. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna just kind of put that out there right now. I don't root for teams. I, I'm telling you, I don't. I don't. Contrary to to popular belief, I don't actually sit here and and root for the Vegas Golden Knights. It's it's not in my job to do that. However, when you work in media, when you work in journalism, when you are are in and around kind of teams and you understand the inner workings and you you come to know people, in this business, you root for people. You root for people. And I'll tell you, from the lowest of lows to the highest of highs, that is how you define this week for Evgeny Dodonov. And to me, to me, it is fitting and is deserved and it is awesome that Dodonov gets to have that hero moment here in this building in front of these fans that I'm going to say showed up for him. If you were in, if you were in T-Mobile Arena on Thursday or today, if you were part of this, this idea to lift Dodonov up with your cheers, good on you. Because it is, it is a situation where everyone is building everybody up and I think that that has gone a long way to why the Golden Knights were able to find four points here over these last two games. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. It's your post-game show. I'm curious to see where you're going today with the calls. If you want to focus on Trailing Chicago, 3-0 going into the third period. Can't really say anything about that. If you want to go into uh, how the Golden Knights were able to do it in the third period, or if you just want to talk about the week as a whole, however you want to, however you want to chop it up, let's do it. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Tony. Tony, how are you doing?
3: Hey, Ryan. Hey, buddy. I am doing phenomenal. Uh, green with everything you have to say. Um, I'm, I would couple of things. One, we need to get Dodonov a cape. Um, and the fans have a new hero for their team. And, and, and I love the salute he's given upstairs to management, um, proving that they were wrong and he was right. So great job for him on that. I also would love whatever the speech was in the locker room, that needs to be recorded and sent out to anybody that needs inspiration because this this had all the earmarks of giving a game away and making a goaltender look better than he was. And, uh, again, I made note of it at three minutes and 36 seconds in the game, LT made the save that I think clinched the game for us when there was that control of the puck by Chicago and – he comes open on a screen up top, and Logan Thompson was there to shut the door. And I, I, I we're really seeing the emergence of a starting goalie. And I, I, I think no matter who comes back, I think it's his goal to lose, or, or someone has to take it away from him at this point. What, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think if if Robin Leonard is healthy, he's he's probably going to get right back in there and 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 get the net right. Like I, I think. As much as Logan Thompson has done exactly what you ask him to do, what you need him to do, um, you know, there's there's a, a body of work that Robin Leonard has put in throughout his entire career. That if he is healthy and and you have him available to you, I think you put him right back in there. Now, I I understand that that Logan Thompson has has really really shined over the last nine games that he has played for the Vegas Golden Knights, but we're also talking about a body of work that's just nine games. There are going to be moments where he can get exposed as the more tape that's on him. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, and who knows when Robin Leonard's going to be available, but for right now, you can't really you can't really worry too much about what isn't in the lineup. You have to worry about what's in the lineup, and right now it is Logan Thompson's net, and that's very clear.
3: I believe, but the boys have a, a different step playing in front of him, and, and you see that on other teams where when you've got a, a guy in the behind you, those guys have that extra step, that extra kick, that extra pop, and. You know, I'm not taking away from Leonard and his body of work, but it just seems that the boys have that step with with LT and that.
1: I, I mean, it, it, I, I I kind of understand what you're saying, but at, at the same time, like if you were going to use today's game as as an example, did they have that step in the first two periods?
3: No, it was right. It so was like one of those, they came they came out flat as a team, but when he started making some of those close saves and they were giving up the chances i i that's that's when i started you started to see the ice tilt when he started making some of them them high chance shot saves and he was he was kicking it kicking mm-hmm. it left and right and clearing yeah. it he was making he made a couple of dove out uh with a, with the blocker saves um I, that's when those guys – that's when the boys started moving their feet a little bit more, and I, I think that's when you start – especially in that third period when he started making some – he had two or three saves in that third period that the game could have been easily over if he doesn't make it.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll push back, and thank you for the call, Tony. I'll push back on that. The I, I don't think that Logan Thompson was the one that spurred on this comeback, at least to start the third period, because there there weren't many – Looks for Chicago. It, it was Vegas really pushing the pedal to the floor to start the third period. Now, I I I do find it interesting though. Like, it, and and it's happened all year long where we try to evaluate or or focus heavily on. Is there a difference in how the team plays in front of this goaltender or that goaltender? You go back to last year, it was Marc-Andre Fleury versus Robin Leonard. You go to this year, Robin Leonard, Loren Brossois, then Lorraine Brossois versus Logan Thompson. Now, Logan Thompson versus anybody else. I don't know that goaltending is ever going to be the biggest issue that this team has, ever. Period. Full stop, I don't think it is. It's going to be those moments, those stretches where the Golden Knights have a ton of shots on goal, but they can't find the back of the net. It's going to be if they have an inability to score are they going to be able to find enough with all the pieces they have to scrape by two or three goals is their power play going to be able to buoy them when they don't have it offensively if they can't generate off the rush are they going to be able to have enough in-zone offense to find wins none of those things have to do with goaltending none of them so i as much as as much as goaltending is always going to be a hot button issue here and i get that probably for the next couple of seasons i don't ever view this team and their limiting factor as goaltending it's always going to come back to whether or not they can put the puck in the back of the net and it's that way because there have been times and their seasons have ended because of an inability to put the puck in the back of the net so i don't know that's that's where i kind of fall on the goaltending though i will say logan thompson has been fantastic that all being said, if Robin Leonard's available, he's getting the net back. 702 is a number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how are you doing?
4: I'm going to save a pointy comment or two for Monday at 4 o'clock. But for right now, I'm going to throw my transistor radio away because I listen to you guys at 4 o'clock every afternoon on that radio. And I swore on Monday you said Evgeny Dadanov had been traded. I must have heard that wrong.
1: No, no, you didn't. It, it actually <laughs> happened. Like it that, did, and that's, it didn't. That's the thing, that's the thing that, that I think a lot of people are, are kind of forgetting in all this. Like, that trade went through with the NHL, right? Like, mm-hmm. And, and I, I've seen the blame game all week long on Twitter, and I've seen all the different ways that, or, of, of people trying to find a way to make this all Vegas' fault and this, that, and the other. Um, the NHL approved that trade. So the information that the Golden Knights had about his no tr- his 10-team no-trade list and all that, like, oh, man, what an exhausting week. Oh,
4: for you guys, the most exhausting as your career has uh, been for five or four or five years. I will tell you that in, in point of fact, there are some unsung heroes in other sports like Brian Doyle of the Yankees and Earl Morrow of the Colts who come up at the right time or who – shine at just the right time and carry their team to greater heights maybe Evgeny does this I don't know but I know that when this team plays with its hair on fire there is nobody that should beat them and the guys I feel sorriest for today are Dave Gosher and Shane Knighty that he didn't get to call this game
1: <laughs> yeah you know that's a that's a fair point Mike um it's it's a bummer because, you know, obviously you like the fact that it's a national television game, and if you're going to ask for a national television game, you can't really ask for much better, especially in that third period, but uh, yeah, it, it is it is a bummer for them. Now, I I know you said you wanted to save some of your commentary for Monday, but I'm 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 too curious right now. Give me oh, one boy. give me one You're of gonna them.
4: drag it out of me. Well let's 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 go ahead and answer what you want to answer now, but I really would like to ask it again when when Darren is there. Sure. What I'm gonna ask is if Evgeny Dadanoff is suddenly not
1: trade bait, then then what are we doing? What are we going to do next? Well, uh I don't know. The, that's 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 kind of the long and the short of it, Mike. I I don't know because we're unsure what the timelines are going to be on some of the other players that are looking to be activated. So right now I can tell you, Mark Stone is on LTIR for the Vegas Golden Knights. So is Riley Smith. He's on LTIR as well. The Smith move to LTIR opened the door for Martinez to be activated off LTIR and play today. If Mark Stone were to be activated. You're looking at needing to clear something in the ballpark of $7 million. How you do that, how you go about it, I'm not sure. Uh, obviously, there are options to trade after the trade deadline, but it's got to work out for a team that would be essentially acquiring a player for cap reasons, for, salary, for a salary dump, uh, and being unwilling and unable to play that player down the, the rest of the regular season. So I don't know. But, I mean, all of that kind of hinges on whether or not Mark Stone's going to be healthy and available. And the other aspect of this, the other side of the coin to all of this when you're trying to factor in injuries is this Golden Knights team can't get through a game without another injury happening. So, uh, you know, obviously Brett Howden left the game uh, and, and is fortunately doing much better than than he was when he was stretchered off the ice against the Nashville Predators. And thank you, Mike, for the call. So there's always an option there's always a, a potential that you know this this Will Carrier injury that happened today it's a lower body injury might who knows is, I guess, the point that I'm trying to make. The injuries have been so astronomical all season long that you might not have to be in a position where you have to move anything because you just might not have enough players to put in your lineup because that's just what it's been like this year for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Fernando. Hey, Fernando, how you doing?
5: Doing okay, Ryan. Yeah, um, a very good win today. And um, Yeah, when Kerry got hurt, I was looking at Chance, Chance. Start to lace up. We need anybody. All hands on deck. <laughs> um, yeah, Chicago. Those, those first two periods. I mean, they went quick. I was thinking, I'm going to be home by 2:45. The way this game yeah. was going. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. um, the Knights won the third period and the overtime. And um, they did. And um, and the Daddy and Thompson played outstanding. Well, everybody, the team played outstanding today. And it was good to see Carlson get on the board. And um, did you see Mark Crawford at the game today? Boy, he aged. I thought I, I thought I was older than him. He's 61 now. The assistant coach for the Blackhawks.
1: Yeah, I I, I didn't I didn't see Mark Crawford uh, on the. I mean, I um, I face. I'm I'm kind of set up here in the arena where I've I've got uh, a, a sight line on the backs of the players and coaches that are on the bench. So I'm on the the opposite side of the rink. So no, I I didn't I didn't see Mark Crawford's face. Okay.
5: Oh uh, yeah, it was a very good win and I was glad to see that. And I'm with you, you know, I don't care how we win. If we win one to nothing one to zero, one to mm-hmm. nothing. One to zero, I'm fine with it the rest of the way and, and going to the playoffs and um it was very good. We gotta stay the course. We just have to stay the course and uh and um the next um games come up, um should be pretty good. Thanks, Ryan, have a good weekend.
1: All right, thanks Fernando. Uh, great call there. Um Yeah. It's a good win. Uh not ideal, certainly not how you want to draw them up ever, but bottom line is you get two points. That's most important for the Vegas Golden Knights who are fighting for their playoff lives. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how are you doing?
4: I'm doing amazing. How are you doing,
1: Ryan? Uh, uh, pretty good. It was a pretty good game.
4: <laughs> well, uh, first off, sucks to be anybody that left during the second intermission. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you made your choices,
0: I guess. Yeah.
4: <laughs> um. Uh, that was just, that was a game to remember being at for sure. And there are two specific players I want to shout out. Of course, did on off, um, got the star he deserved, got a new emoji and embraced it and just couldn't ask for more from a guy who has gone through a lot in a week. Um, and then also Petrangelo, when they showed the time on ice leaders for defenseman, I mean, he's pulling close to half an hour. In, and it was nice to see him rewarded with a
1: goal, and Wild Bill getting a goal too. Yeah, you know, Stephanie, you're you're absolutely right, and, and thank you for the call. Like getting Dodonov kind of embracing it is awesome. William Carlson finding the back of the net against a goaltender—that's huge. And and to me, of the has been everything this team has needed all year long and more. Um, listen, it, like you, you've got a guy in Marchessault who. Plays on an edge and has a lot of emotion in his game. And there was a play late in the third period where he gets boarded, he gets up, he doesn't retaliate. He just goes and continues to win board battles and, 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 and find a way to help this team win. I've loved Martius's game. I think that he's added layers all season long, and he has been a big reason why the Golden Knights are still in a position where they might make the playoffs. We're back with more of your calls next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports
1: Las Vegas. The Golden Knights complete the comeback 5-4. They beat the Chicago Blackhawks in overtime. Evgeny Dodonov plays the overtime hero for Vegas. Pretty remarkable the week that Dodonov had. Again, Mike called in in jest, obviously, uh, about the trade for uh, from of Evgeny Dodonov to the Anaheim Ducks and it being rescinded by the NHL, uh, made right whole, whatever you want to call it. But now Evgeny Dodonov is a Vegas Golden Knight, and that is what it is. And he has been absolutely on fire. And I think that it's awesome that a player that has literally come back and all he's done is embrace being a member of this team all he has done is give 110 percent. all he has done is come through in big moments and help this team win hockey games when they need to win hockey games I think we can all appreciate the character you're seeing right now out of, out of Evgeny Dodonov and and really frankly if the Golden Knights are able to go on a run and if they are able to find a way to get themselves into the playoffs it might be the trade that didn't happen that made it happen like, let that one sink in. Let that really, really marinate for a while. The move that didn't happen might have saved the season for the Vegas Golden Knights because without Dodonov in the lineup, this team could not score. With him in the lineup, they had put up six and five goals in their last two games. You gotta love what Dodonov's bringing to the table, and you have to love that this team is playing for him, too right now. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Chicago Blackhawks 5-4 in overtime. Evgeny Dodonov, the overtime hero for the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas was down 3-0 going into the third period. Not how you draw it up, not what you wanted if you were Vegas in this game, but you find a way to win, and I think that's the most important thing, obviously, you're coming out of this one. You found two points. You, you, you add two more points to the ledger, and it makes your final 14 games that much more important, and every single point is going to matter for the Golden Knights down the stretch. Vegas, 30, 36, 28, and 476 points on the year. Currently in the second wildcard spot, though Dallas does play today, so who knows at the end of the night where the Golden Knights are going to fall in the playoff picture. But again, I still contend that the Golden Knights have to put pressure on L.A. They've got to put pressure on Edmonton. They've got to make these, these final games of the season as uncomfortable on the teams that they are chasing as possible. And the only way to do that is to win games. The only way to make the playoffs is to win games. The only way that the Golden Knights are going to put themselves in a position down the stretch to be a threat is to win games. They were able to get these two. Now they've got to go on the road where they have not won in their last seven games. They've got to find a way on the road to put pucks in the back of the net. They've got to find a way on the road to pick up some Ws, and they've got to do it against teams that are below them in the standings and teams that they're supposed to beat. It's not always the easiest situation, especially when you're supposed to win. But for the Golden Knights, the you, you, you can't have any middle ground. You can't have any wiggle room here. you got to put wins on the board, and it has to continue Wednesday at 7 o'clock when the Golden Knights go to Seattle for the first time ever. It's going to be a big game, and the Golden Knights are going to need a big-time performance from everybody in Seattle. The lineup. That's going to do it for me here on the extended post game show. Thanks to Jed Donaldson for making sure everything sounds great down here. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners, and our callers. It's your post game show. It's not as much fun without your input. Have a great night. We'll see you on Wednesday, 7 o'clock, right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.